Monkeys podcast. We are so excited today. We have a very special Hall star with us that we haven't talked to, talked with for uh, quite a while, but we love her. We're so excited to get to talk to uh, Jill Wagner's here. And Jill, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Aw, thanks for having me. Yeah, so the last time we had you on our show was January 2019, before Mystery 101. Can you believe it? Wow, that's, I can't even remember who I was back then. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I feel like so much has changed. I know, even just this year, it's like, it feels so long. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I think everyone is so happy for New Year's this year. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's odd. 2020, I have a love-meet relationship with 2020 because, you know, the best thing in my life happened in 2020, which is my daughter being born. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of weird. It's like, you know, I have a, certainly a fondness of 2020 because of that, but then I think of everything else and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> I, yeah, I, well, at least, yeah, you've had uh, that happy happiness to not only to to brighten up the year but also to keep you uh keep you b very busy oh, <laughs> as gosh. a new baby will <laughs> oh man it's it's so i'm so busy with it yeah uh, with her um but it's it's the best kind of busy right right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah that's so well congratulations from all of us thank that's you. so exciting thank you and when when did you have the baby April 17th. Wow. So right at the, the, uh, kind of peak of everybody's life. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was, it was really, um, I mean, I don't want to say it was so scary. I think it was, um, I had a little bit of anxiety because of the fact that I thought I was actually going to have to go into the hospital and have her alone mm -hmm. and, um, not be able to be with my husband because of COVID. So that mm -hmm. to me was, was the scariest part of it you know yeah. yes it's it's definitely you know it's it's a little unnerving bringing a child into a world in which there's a pandemic going on and you're just like oh gosh how do I keep this little baby safe but we're super super lucky in the fact that we live on a farm away from everybody in a little town of about 800 people um so I was fairly confident that we could you know kind of keep her safe and away from it all which we did, uh, or which we have so far. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's just kind of, it's an odd way to bring a child into the world because as you know, you know, family is used to being around during that time, right? Like yeah. everybody's hugging and kissing, you know, your little baby. And um, it was, that was the oddest part for me is that, you know, I had to keep some of my family members at bay because, you just can't have a lot of people being around an infant, um, especially right. when, you know, when there's COVID. So it was, that was strange. And the fact that I had to have her with a mask on, that was a little strange. Yeah, that would be, that would be really hard. It was yeah. hard. It was not fun. It was, I remember my best friend called me and she was talking about breathing techniques and I was laughing because I said, I'll be lucky if I can breathe at all with this yeah. mask on. There's no technique to it. <laughs> Uh, so how, uh, how did you come up with your, the name for your daughter? <laughs> That's so funny. That's the first question that everybody yeah. asks me. They're like, what? <laughs> They're like, I've, I've heard of army hammer, 
but I've right. never heard of a, a female army. Um, well, it, it's so funny because we, we had um, thought about a, a different name and this kind of came to us at the last minute because, well, she was conceived on July 4th uh -huh. and my husband and I are super patriotic and he's in the army. I come from a family of military Marines and um, I don't know. It's like we wanted a patriotic name because we knew that we knew what if she was a little or if the, if the baby was a little boy, we knew what we were going to name uh, the boy. And it was a very patriotic name, but we didn't really have anything for a little girl. And so I was just kind of searching and thinking. And um, a friend of mine mentioned to me this name that uh, a friend of hers had named her daughter. And I was like, oh, I was like, I like that. I like that. And to just kind of honor um, our military because I, I have a strong, huge respect for them. And, and it's one of the reasons I fell in love with my husband. And I'm also very proud of my father. And like I said, we're super patriotic family. Um, so I just thought that, uh, you know, I thought I'd, I, I'd name her that, or, or we thought we'd name her that. And Gray was actually supposed to be her first name. So oh, okay. uh, we had originally, we were going to call her Gray and then something, but we hadn't figured it out. So we just switched her, we just switched her uh, first name to her middle name. So it's Army Gray Lamanovich. Mm. Well, I think it's great. That's really nice. Uh, yeah, thank you. What, what's been the biggest surprise about being a mom? I think, um, I think it at my capacity to love, mm -hmm. you know, I thought with my husband like that was I mean and it's and I'm not saying that I love her more than my husband because that's certainly not true I love them both um but it's a different kind of love right it's mm -hmm. it's a complete and utter just unconditional selfless like it's just unlike any other it's different it's unlike any other love that I've ever experienced and I just guess that that's been the 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 most incredible thing for me is to experience that. And I know people tell you that, you know, but I don't think that you can really know what they're talking about until, uh, until you have a child of your own or until you adopt a child or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the bond between a mother and a child or a father and a child is, is something that's so special. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I mean, I've never had a child myself, but even just when uh, my mom would have my siblings, it was always amazing to me how uh, how immediately it felt like, well, that's our family. Like, yeah, you can't even hardly imagine what it was like without them being part of your family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I look at her little face and I think I went through so many years you know, 40 yeah. years without even knowing this little face. And it's really hard for me to believe that because she's, she's so ingrained in me now, right? Like mm -hmm. she's just, it's that face is just so familiar. And before she's even said one word, I feel like, oh, this is my best buddy. You know, it's just this, it's just an odd thing, you know, to me, yeah. but it's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's the most beautiful thing in the world. That's, oh, wow. we're so happy for you. Thank That's you. Just wonderful. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about Mystery 101. Yeah. And it's a, definitely a fan favorite. Everybody has really enjoyed this series. Great. And Thank you. I was wondering if you have a favorite 
of the mysteries so far? Yeah, I think the last one, um, because we finally get to see these two admit or, or act uh-huh. on their feelings, right? Like you can only keep them apart for so long and then it's like, okay, they're adults, <laughs> you know, um, you know, they're not children. We have to be able to let them, you know, uh, explore that, that world and that side of their relationship. And I think that the last one was really, um, just done very well. And, um, and I know people are excited to see where they go from here. And, uh, so yeah, well, it was exciting for me to get the new script to see where they go. Well, you guys are, are you guys doing more? Right. Yeah. So we're filming one right Right now. now. Yeah. So, um, I have two more weeks of working on that. Um, and then, and then we'll, we will make the long journey back to Tennessee with our uh, travel trailer and our oh. truck. <laughs> yeah, I, my favorite was Dead Talk. I yes, that's I a, loved that, that one. I thought one. it was. I mean, I love the name first of all. Just that yeah, alone, yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. Um, but I, what I really liked about that one was seeing Travis being all jealous of mm-hmm. you, and uh, I love Matthew James Dowden. He He's great, huh? Was, he was a great interview and just a really interesting person. And and I don't know. I thought he was really fun. And in the in that with you, and uh, it was kind of fun seeing both of you out of your elements. So he right. was kind of uh, so Travis was kind of uh, having to be the pedestrian. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. He was not in his jurisdiction <laughs> and. Um, and well, what's interesting about this one is you will actually get to meet Travis's ex-wife. So she comes into the picture and, um, there might be a little, you know, jealousy on Amy's part. You never know. It depends on how I want to play it. (laughs) Well, I love that. I don't know. That's just like, I always think that that's really fun, especially for a character like Travis that's so like pulled together and, you know. Yeah, a tough man. Exactly. See him be all jealous is hilarious. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. I agree. (laughs) But that must be fun to work with Chris Beloha. He's he seems like such a nice person and Chris is great. He's, you know, I think we're cut from the same cloth and we work the same way. And it's, uh-huh. it's really been a gift to have somebody that, um, it, that just kind of knows how to play in scenes. And, you know, I, I know to, you know, maybe probably the producers hate this about me, but I, I dissect every single scene and I, and I'm really passionate. I really work hard towards making the best film that we can. And I know that they do as well, but I take it to another level. They'll, they'll all tell you, they'll be like, oh yeah. God, Jill will dissect everything. <laughs> because I try to like squeeze every amount of, of entertainment that we can get out of every single scene. Um, and sometimes it's, it's probably exhausting for the director and the producer to deal with me, but Chris is never exhausted. He's mm-hmm. always one that's like, okay, all right, let's look at this. And then him and I will just play with it a little bit and ad lib on things. And he's always down to do that. And he's really good at it. So I think to have a partner that is game for all that, it just changes, um, it changes the work environment, right? To something that's really positive and, and creative. And, um, and I think that's what I want in my career and that's what I strive for. So. Well, I mean, and it shows in the movies because you can just tell that, 
the things are being you know i don't know you can tell when i feel like actors are just phoning it in and when they're really pushing themselves yeah exactly and i i never ever ever want to phone it in i will always want it to be fun and challenging and um dynamic and you know and everything and and that that goes for you know the simplest of scenes i i want to try to give it 110%. That's just uh-huh. my nature. And, and yeah. I, and I do, I think that people, people can tell, you know, yeah. like our viewers aren't idiots. They look and they're like, okay, either that's a good movie or that's a bad movie. I mean, they know the difference. So I always try to make a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, we appreciate it. Uh, so uh, outside of the mystery 101 movies, you've played a lot of interior designers and I was just <laughs> wondering if you have a if you if you have a gift for interior design is that something you connect with <laughs> it's so something i connect with in fact i think in a different life i probably would have been a designer um my home i've been working on for 3 years uh-huh. and so um it's almost to the point we are probably 85% of the way there and i uh-huh. gutted um, I gutted rooms and we started over my house is from the 1900s. And, and so we, it was really just a huge labor of love and, uh, a bit of the money pit in there as well, <laughs> but, um, but it is something that I'm super passionate about and, um, I, I just love it. I, I love, uh, designing for my house. I love designing for my friends. I did my mom's apartment. So, you know, anytime I can, and, you know, go to home Depot is like a, that's like a, a special trip for me. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of teasing on the podcast that, that, uh, Joe Wagner loves to take her leading men out shopping. In, yeah. uh, in her movies, <laughs> <laughs> even do. in Pearl and Paradise. I got, got, totally. Gotta get the right I stuff. I always like to take them shopping. My husband would laugh so hard if he just heard us right now. He'd be like, oh God, it's her. <laughs> I'm trying to think. In Mystery 101, I don't take Travis shopping. Yeah, do you I? need to do that, I think. Not yet, but I, I feel like he needs, I don't know, he needs a new leather jacket or something. Maybe yeah. we should go shopping. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but we were a little bit disappointed that we liked christmas wishes mistletoe kisses but we were a little disappointed not to get any mistletoe kisses in the whole movie oh the mistletoe kiss um wait a minute when did they kiss they kissed they all but yeah and then at the end they kissed but not under the but it wasn't under that well here's what the new name should have been mistletoe (laughs) what what should we call it mistletoe mistletoe misses (laughs) <laughs> something yeah, about mistletoe misses yeah <laughs> christmas mistletoe, wishes mistletoe misses <laughs> yes christmas wishes and mistletoe misses <laughs> <laughs> but that looked like it must have been a fun movie to make yeah i mean um that was you know it was it was great because we shot in in atlanta um and so i mean just selfishly i like be being close close to home yeah um so that was awesome and um and it was just a fun little it was just a fun little little movie you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. the house that we filmed in were you know it was just it was great Uh, except for the fact that i think 20 people got the flu on that one isn't that interesting don't we all look at stuff like that now different than we used to Oh gosh, I know, I know. It's um, it's crazy. 
yeah, I wish we, I wish none of this even existed, but unfortunately it does. Um, but you know, um, it was, it was a, it was a fun movie and, um, um, Matthew Davis was amazing to work with. He's, he's a lot of fun. And then Donna Mills. I mean, I got to meet the great Donna Mills. So she's an icon. So that was, that was cool too. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting how we look at things differently now. Like, uh, when I, a couple, I don't know, a year or so ago, I, uh, I, when I was, before I was accepted as a, uh, as a film critic on this, in the press screenings, I was I was going to as many as I could and usually had to wait in lines and and you know lucky if you were able to get in and one time I was actually invited to go this was before I was put on the screener list and I was so sick (laughs) I was just like uh it was I I was miserable I was so sick but I was like I gotta take this chance I never get invited (laughs) so I went and I ended up falling asleep through like almost the entire oh movie because God. I was so sick. I was like, why did I even? And uh, of course, I didn't oh. review the film because I was asleep for most. But I just think now in retrospect, I'm like, what was I thinking? How, you know, like, why would I do that when I, <laughs> but I don't know, it was just a different time. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, that, uh, yeah, for sure. I was like, I'll, I'll be fine. And uh you know you just like oh I, I it was almost like i felt sort of better about myself for doing it look how tough i am look how committed mm-hmm. i am to the mm-hmm. job you know and and now it's it would just be so different i think yeah now that yeah we, that's for sure this experience it's it's a uh, i don't know it's interesting but um uh so i uh, Yes, because even in um, Hearts of Winter, you were uh, you were an interior designer, or yeah. you had your interior design show. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for some reason, people people love to. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know if it's too if it's because you know um, I I always talk about it, and it's in the it's in the circle of uh-huh. knowledge uh-huh. that I've been doing my house forever um i've just been waiting to do the big reveal i'm gonna i don't know i'm gonna find some magazine uh, i'm in love with gardening gun magazine i wish they would mm-hmm. want to do a piece on it but it is it, it's i mean i'm not just saying this because it's mine but it's it's a spectacular house and mm-hmm. i've just really tried to make sure that it's around for the next hundred years you know so we've right. done everything really right by it and hopefully it will stay in my family for a while but if not the next family, it will be the, the, we're the third owners of the house, only the third owner since nice. 1908. So if that tells you how much people love the house, they, yeah. they stay yeah. at it. So. So do you have any new animals at the farm? Let's see. Um, we have two new calves. Well, three actually, um, three new calves. So now we're up to 11 cows. I think, wow. I don't know how many I had when I talked to you last. So um we bred our our girls and we got three calves and i wanted them to be able to experience having a baby and having something that they love and then not being torn away from it just being allowed to live on the farm so and all of them are going to live their best lives out on our farm and you know i just love them i i can't even tell you how i never thought that i would say that about a cow but they're they're such incredible animals and they're so um 
they're just fun to be around. They calm my nerves for some reason. It's almost like watching a fish tank for me, like looking at my cows graze in the front pasture every morning is, uh, is a bit like that for me. So, uh, and then when army grows up a little bit, we're, um, when she can actually experience this, we're going to get some chickens and we'll get goats and all of that kind of stuff that she's going to really like to be a part of in the beginning, you know? Mm -hmm. So how, who, who takes care of, that's a lot, 12 cows. Yeah, it is a lot. I mean, my husband has a really, really hard job. I, I told him, I said, I got the inside of the house and you get everything on the outside, which is 200 acres. <laughs> so have fun. <laughs> um, but, but we do have um, people that help us with the farm when we're away. So when uh -huh. my husband is there, we have, um, we have a farmer as well that takes care of the land. So, um, you know, it's, it's a little, it's a, it's a little bit of everybody trying to yeah to keep it all together so are, are they dairy cows do you milk the cows? no 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 i mean they would be you know steak for somebody but they're not <laughs> ever yeah. they're they're my babies like i said in fact mm -hmm. i've rescued most of them uh one from the farmer that was at our house before we bought it he he was farming the land and he had uh this steer on the land along with a lot of other cows and i I just, for some reason, this massive big steer, we, we call him Jersey because he's a Jersey steer and he has horns. And for some reason, he um, is just really sweet. And he was just him and I bonded. And when I found out that he was going to be the farmer's meat, I just couldn't take it. So I offered the farmer, uh, I asked him if I could buy him. And he was like, why? <laughs> I said, because I want him as a pet. He, I don't think he could completely understand that, but um, he let me buy him. And so Jersey now will live his days out on the farm as well. Well, that's really fun. That, yeah. It'll be fun for your, for your daughter to grow up on, uh, on a farm like that. And have all yeah, I think space. so. I think so. I mean, it's a pretty magical place and we've just been really fortunate. I mean, it is you know, if I could ever say like what, what my, my like happy place would be, mm -hmm. our farm is my happy place. Like in my head, that's where I go. And so, um, the fact that we found it and that we were able to, um, to buy it and, and kind of, you know, make it our own is, is been such a gift. And that's, to be honest with you, that's something that Hallmark has been a part of because, um, you know, without Hallmark and, and my work with them, I don't know if I'd be able to live on my farm. So yeah. um, that in itself is a huge gift for from Hallmark and all the viewers. I mean, you guys are essentially why I'm able to to be so happy. And, and I'm not saying that I couldn't be happy anywhere with my husband or my family, but it certainly helps to have, um, I'm really connected to this land for some mm -hmm. reason. And yeah. um, it just, you know, it's, it's just where your heart lies sometimes. So, so, well, so thank that, you. Thank you for my farm. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I don't, I don't know if you, if I deserve any thanks, but I, but I've certainly enjoyed your movies. So it uh, all well, anybody that's enjoyed the movies and that keep me doing uh, movies for Hallmark is, you know, they're, they're a part yeah. of my success. And, and I just really want to thank everybody for that because that's not something that I ever thought would happen in my whole entire lifetime is that anyone would watch a film that 
I did. I just thought I was going to try it and I don't know, figure out, I thought it was going to be a place saver until I figured out what I was really good at, you know? Yeah. Do you have a favorite of your non-mystery movies that you like best? Oh gosh, a favorite on Hallmark of my uh-huh. non-mystery movies? Yeah. Um, gosh, they probably have to be Pearl in Paradise. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Being in Fiji, shooting the movie is kind of epic. <laughs> and, it, mm-hmm. and it did not hurt. Um, but it's just, again, like being with Chris and Fiji and we just had so much fun. And it's like, um, I had a whole experience there as well, along with filming the movie. I, um, a, a friend of mine back in Tennessee, she brought um, two suitcases filled with stuff like flip-flops and toothbrushes brushes and toys for the children and because it's um it's a poverty stricken place mm-hmm. um and so we we brought it up the river and we got to sit with these people in their huts and um watch the children play and talk to them and it, that was to me so special and I actually got to go to a Fijian church and um it was in it was just incredible you know and so all that together with the experience of filming the movie it just kind of added to my energy there and it was just a memory that I'll never forget Mm -hmm. well it's it's one of our fan favorites people really enjoyed it uh so are are you going to be in the uh I don't know if you're allowed to say are you going to be in the new Christmas Nevergreen are you gonna have a cameo no no i'm not okay um i was filming um my angel tree so i filmed angel tree uh last month and then went directly into this one okay so yeah no unfortunately um she has taken a vacation from evergreen (laughs) okay (laughs) okay uh so let's talk about the angel tree uh why don't you tell us a little bit about it sure um so Rebecca is a reporter and um, she works for this magazine and the editor has told her, she's written this little article about the angel tree from her hometown. And uh, the angel tree is pretty special because people make wishes on it and, you know, tie little wishes up in the branches. And then somehow magically um, this person called angel makes all of these wishes come true, but nobody knows who it is. So the editor was kind of that piqued her interest and she was like I want you to find out who who this is but the problem is is you know my character Rebecca she's like I haven't been back there in 20 years I don't like I don't want to go back there and spend my Christmas and especially take my daughter I mean you know it's just not where I want to be and but of course she does because she wants to to be promoted in her business and so she goes and, um, and it's all about her journey of um, the mystery of trying to figure out who this, this person is. And also, um, you know, just getting back together with her old best friend, which this is one of the reasons I loved this script. And um, I don't know that it was necessarily written like this, but it's something that Lucas and I, Lucas Bryant, who plays Matthew, um, that we talked about in length and wanted to really, really be, um, be different in our approach to each other because I know some of these movies, you know, you've got the, 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 either the old boyfriend or the old friend, you know, when you come back home and there's this awkwardness about it. Whereas um, I used to be best friends with guys like that's, that's one in particular. And every time I would go back home to see him, it was like, I mean, I would run and jump. And I mean, like I was, he was like a jungle gym, right? I was like a little monkey climbing all over him. 
And I think that it's that kind of relationship. It's this, it's not awkward at all. It's just like, buddy, you know, oh my mm-hmm. God, I can't believe you're still here. And it's, and it's this really, really fun, playful relationship that they have. And seeing that turn into something that's deeper. And, um, and so there's that part of it. There's also um, a military aspect of it. There's also the fact that um, I have a little girl who has um, uh, dealing with the loss of her father. Um, and there's another um, little boy in it who is Matthew's nephew, who's dealing with her mother, his mother being away for uh, because she's in the military mm-hmm. and so there's there's all kinds of aspects to this movie that I like and mm-hmm. um it's just really really cute and and I love 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 Jessica Harmon who directed it and I'd worked with her father Alan Harmon on Hearts of Winter the one that I actually produced and so it was great to work with her strong female. I dig her. I mean, I could like hang out with this girl like every <laughs> single day, not to mention that she's super talented. And so she was great. She's a actor's director and um, cause yeah. she was an actress herself. And so um, the whole process was just a lot of fun for me. Yeah. So it, I was going to ask you about that, about having a director who is not only a, a woman, but also a actress herself um, mm-hmm. and what, uh, what that is like. It's great. I mean, I, I, as a female actor, obviously a female actress, but as a, as a female and an actress, I think um, it's not that I only want to work with females because I don't think it's whether they're female or male, I want the best person for the job. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, but I think there is just by, by our nature in general, I think there's a, there's this compassionate side that comes out that, that is really interesting. And, it, and it's, um, a way to look at the role that, um, that maybe softens it a bit or, or softens the scene a bit, or I don't know. It's just, there is a, there's a difference, but um, I just really enjoyed her, you know, and, and it's something that in watching her do what she does, I think, you know, I've kind of, I won't say I want to be a director now, but I think it's piqued an interest in me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm getting ready to work with, one of the best I feel like in our in our industry right now Mm -hmm. um his name is Taylor Sheridan and I'm working with him on a project that Mm -hmm. my husband and I actually um kind of created with him and so that is another person that I get to watch now and 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 it's going to be interesting if that if that kind of um opens a new door for me because Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself being drawn to that but before I say anything, <laughs> totally, mm-hmm. like I, you know, I would need to shadow somebody or really, really, you know, mm-hmm. uh, learn more about it. But it certainly is, is interesting to me at this point. Well, that's exciting. So it would be a feature film with, uh, with Taylor. With Taylor? No, it's a TV, it's a TV show that, um, oh, came up with, yeah, three years ago, it's called Lioness. Oh. And it's going to be on Paramount plus it, we got a full season pickup, Zoe Saldana, oh is attached to it already. Um, we have another super huge name that I can't say yet. Um, that mm-hmm. is like the, the, the A-list of the A-list. And then Taylor, of course, Taylor does uh, Yellowstone 
and he's um, wrote and directed Angelina Jolie's new film. And, you know, those that are fans of him know that he did Sicario, which was nominated for an Oscar. And I mean, he's just super high water, hell or high water, wind river. I mean, just, he's one of the most talented people. And it's odd because he used to be my acting coach um, in my early twenties and that's how I knew him. And so when my husband and I came up with this idea Literally, we were drinking whiskey around a bonfire um, Mm -hmm. one night at our farm, and I was kind of talking about my career, and my husband said, well, what, you know, what do you want to do? And I said, well, you know, I feel like I have to be proactive because I don't have an agent. I've, I've never really had an agent. I've had, I think like one, one or two agents for a couple weeks, basically. (laughs) Um, It didn't really work out. Um, So it's been me and my manager, and I've just hustled in this business and I have just worked my butt off and clawed my way. And I said, you know, I've got to create it. I can't wait for somebody to come and give me something because, you know, on my late thirties, people aren't knocking down your door. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, I'd love to play somebody in the military. And that's when I asked him, I said, could you start telling me, just start telling me, you know, your military stories, tell me some of your war stories over in Afghanistan and stuff. So he started telling me about this group of women. And when he started telling me, I was like, this is a show. This is a movie. This is something. Oh, wow. And so we wrote a treatment the next morning and um, got a hold of Taylor and the rest is history. And so three years ago that started and we sold it this year to Paramount and we start filming in Dubai and Atlanta next, uh, next year probably around March. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's so yeah. exciting. I can't wait to Thank see you. it. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, there's going to be, um, that's the one thing that I've been training for um, that's been, you know, everybody's like, why are you with FarmBod, my my trainer, and, and everybody's like, why are you training so hard? Um, but that's it, because my character is um, super different, and there will be mm-hmm. massive changes to me that everybody, I think, I think their jaw is going to drop when they see me in this, because it is the, it is you won't see Jill Wagner at all. <laughs> you won't wow. see me at all. So it's it's a it's a really uh, it's a I guess it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for an actor uh-huh. to be able to transform like this or to be asked to because I think you would have to probably um, ask me to do the things that Taylor's asking me to do and I would I wouldn't do it for just anybody I w- but I would do it for Taylor um so it's gonna be yeah. shocking to say the least wow well I can't wait for that that's awesome yeah <laughs> uh, so with the angel tree it, where's that movie set at uh the angel tree is in oh gosh you're asking me i'm like where is it set at um because i I was thinking with lucas bryant that oh is this going to kind of tap into her country kind of roots a little bit no it's not necessarily country um well we shot it in Kelowna, bc um which is interesting because it's a whole new backdrop for a lot of these films aren't aren't shot in Kelowna. So Kelowna is beautiful. So people are going to get like Kelowna itself is its own character. Uh Um, So I don't, gosh, I, that's a good question. I don't even know. um, I don't know if it was mentioned or if it was just like, you're going back to it's Pine River. So I don't know where it, like where Pine River is. I'm assuming it's just in, you know, just like this little 
kind of but he's um, not like a cowboy kind of no no no, okay okay no he's we're we're just like it could be for all i know it could be a little town outside of california i don't know okay it's it's, you know with hallmark there's like it's it's kind of left to believe you could be anywhere right you could be anywhere so anybody can relate to it so yeah yeah that makes sense i'm looking forward to it i think it's gonna be a sweet movie oh thank you it'll be really fun uh so we like to end our interviews with some fun questions okay and uh we have some holiday themed questions for you okay and uh i i actually forgot to check to see what you did the last time but if you've already done it that's okay we can it's been two years we can do it again that's fine (laughs) (laughs) so all right well first question what is your favorite holiday drink Oh gosh, eggnog for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. All right. What I mean, is to your... the point where I will tell you this to the yeah. point where two, like two or three Christmases ago, I I was gaining a lot of weight because of eggnog. <laughs> it is so good. It's just so rich. Yeah, you have to be careful with that. Uh, all right. What is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? Um, I make this little thing, these little thing called, I call it snow. Um, I don't know that anybody else calls it snow. Um, puppy chow, some people oh, call it puppy yeah. chow with the checks and the chocolate and the confectionery sugar. Uh, I can eat that stuff. <laughs> I, when I tell you I could get a whole bowl and just sit there in front of the TV and eat it. But here's the thing. I only make it at Christmas, no other time. And my stepdaughter is always like, can we just please make some snow? I'm like, no, ma'am. It only happens at Christmas because I cannot do this to myself because I will, you know, if I can, if I, if I let that rule be lax, then I will, yeah, I'll be gaining five pounds a week at that point. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, it's addictive. Keep it away from me. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? Um, Silent Night, because um, it's something that my family, every Christmas Eve, we would, stand around um the table right when we were getting ready to say grace and we would all sing silent night so that's a good memory for me that's great okay uh what is your favorite classic christmas movie oh uh the christmas story Mm. yeah i mean ralphie like it's the best it plays all the time all day long in our house I, I love that one too. I, yeah. and some people are like, Oh, it's over overrated. I don't think it's overrated. No, it, it is not overrated in the least. It is so funny. And all those characters are out, are absolutely perfect. They were cast so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it has like a heart to it. It's not just jokes. Yeah. He yeah, for sure. Bully. I mean, I definitely connect with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Uh, the letters that, that me and my family write to each other. So we have a Christmas letter Aww. and it recaps the, the year and just kind of what we're thankful for and, and what happened. And, um, just, just, it's just nice to read from somebody else's point of view, how they felt the, their year went and what yeah. they're grateful for. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, all right. Which do you prefer Scrooge or the Grinch? The Grinch okay clear lights or colored clear okay uh, would you rather be in a snowball fight or build a snowman snowball fight <laughs> okay would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not 
Oh, the best. That's what I wanted to be when I was little. My, my mom <laughs> asked me what I wanted to be. And I said, a professional gift wrapper. Like, and that's what I meant that I did want to do that for a living. That's funny. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Last question. What is your uh, ugliest Christmas sweater? Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? I do. Gosh, but I have so many. Um, <laughs> the, my favorite one of all actually was not mine. It was my brother's. Um, he came into the party and he had just pinned everything on him. So it wasn't one that was made. Uh -huh. It was just him pinning ornaments all over him and wrapping <laughs> lights. And it was just, it was like this, the worst situation. And I was thinking, oh my God, how are you going to get this off of you? And how are you going to sit down and and it all, but you know, he won that year. I was like, you, dude, you won the ugly Christmas yeah. sweater party. I, I, I prefer the authentically ugly, ugly Christmas sweater versus the man. Yeah, there's a lot of cute ones, right? Like yeah. it's not really ugly. It's just kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that is cool. Well, there you go. You answered all the questions. <laughs> you awesome. passed the test. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for coming and talking with us. We really appreciate it. And we're excited for the new movies and, and for your new series. That sounds amazing. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, and we hope everything uh, continues to uh, improve as far as I, I didn't really get to ask you about what was it like uh, shooting in COVID, in COVID for this movie. Yeah, you know, but it's been, it's been really, I mean, I thought it was going to be really challenging, but I think they've got a hold on it. And um, it's just kind of flowed because everybody's been really um, diligent about their masks and, you know, um, distancing and kind of, um, we, we take the we do the test every week. And so uh -huh. I think they've, they've done a pretty good job of managing it in the film world, ex at least for the Hallmark films that I've done. That's great. That's, great. Uh, that's good to hear that everybody feels safe. Yeah. And, uh, and that we're able to, I mean, I'm just blown away that uh, I, they managed to make 40 movies this year. It's Isn't it crazy? incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so, crazy uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. And uh, if, if people want to follow you on social media, how can they do that? Absolutely. It's uh, at Jill Wagner. Great. And we'll put that all in the description. So make sure you're all following Jill. And, uh, and yeah, thanks again. And we will Great. hopefully talk next time before, maybe before, uh, before the mysteries come out. That would be fun. For sure. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. -bye. All right, bye.